Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sitting on top of the world, but uh, I don't think that's where it's at right now. 
she needs all the prayers she can get from anybody or help, uh, send it to her email or get in touch with her through that. Uh, please, I I have a topic today. But the, the problem with it is people. People need to realize where they are, what's happening, what's going on. And it seems like that's not even happening anymore. Now, the title that I'm using is people always say their truth with God or without it. And why I'm saying it that way, whether you believe in God or not, you still have your truth. I mean, it's your truth. Uh, people can say they were one with the universe. That's their truth. Sorry about the neighborhood. I live in that neighborhood where there's so many roosters running around the streets. Uh, you can make your own mind up, and you do over your lifetime, no matter how old you are, and it can change a little here and there. But it very seldom changes from one thing to a completely the opposite. I mean, certain situations, like a death experience, can rearrange everything you think. And seeing somebody you know die is one thing, but when you have a death experience yourself, that rearranges what you understand of death to a place of knowingness. And it's always better to come from a place of knowingness than non-knowingness. Most people cannot say much. Ask a person. Well, I always ask a person, well, what's your truth? They always say, well, I have my truth. And I say, well, what is that truth? And now, it's a good way, place to, 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 like, listen if they have anything to say. But they usually don't. They cannot say much about their truth. Uh, and that's not a good thing. Uh, I don't know how people look at that or not, but it's definitely not a good thing. Because uh, if I say I have a truth, if I say it, I know what my truth is. And I'll go into detail about it. What it means, why I believe it to be true. Not because the Bible said so, my father said so, my mother said so. Okay, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Didn't hear from you in a while. I hope you're okay. I just got a bunch of texts on my site. Uh, All right. Now, most people, when they say what their truth is, well, hopefully they'll say they believe in God. Or they might say they're an atheist. Uh, They might come out with one word pertaining to what they're saying. I don't know. My computer's trying to say update. Uh... But, uh, sorry, I'm getting a lot of interruptions here from outside as well. Sorry. Uh, give me s- simple words. Religion, they have a religion. They have faith. But what does that mean? Very little. Because it's a program idea from a dictionary. 
which was given to them from their parents, probably, or just the dictionary. They looked up a word and they accepted it. But uh, it's a lot more than that. I can't get rid of the screen. All right, I got rid of it. Sorry about that again. So, if you get a story, I'm forward it to me. I'd love to hear somebody explaining their truth. What it means, what it really means, how they got it, all that together. Because truth usually determines how we're going to spend our life. Pertaining to people, the way we act, what we do, and all those kind of things. Without truth, we're a victim of, of life itself. Meaning, everything that comes and goes through life are a part of what you have to accept and be, become and be. But we're not there. We don't want to be there. Alright? Hopefully not. Uh, so, I'm going a little bit slow. I'm trying to get this set up so that you'll follow through when I get into a little more deeper stuff here. Not that it's really going to be deep today. It's just going to be so right on. At least that's what I feel. Now, these people that have a truth were told it. You don't wake up out of bed and say, I got the truth. You would have got to have a vision. And visions aren't usually right, whether you believe it to be or not. And people say, well, they had a vision. Well, you know, a lot of times a vision, and I hate to say this, is probably an abduction where some alien race uh, implanted you with an idea. Free thinkers, and we could go name some of them and stuff, but I mean people that came up with ideas like Newton. Uh, I mean, even Washington had uh, his own theories and his own truth, which he spoke about. What 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 does it do the human race and I and I say any truth on planet earth has to be part of this world meaning whatever whatever the reason why you're here is the reason why that truth is important here and if you don't know what that reason is there really is no truth and when people say well I'm, I'm supposed to have children I'm supposed supposed to what what are the things you're supposed to do Where's the list and where's the rules and regulations for being born and, and what you have to do when you... It, it usually comes from your parents. That little list that gets put into your mind is from your parents. They only hear what other people say and tell them is important, which is usually a bunch of garbage. Don't mind me. I'm going to change my attitude today. Uh, I'm all alone in the house. I can speak any way I want, talk any way I want. So, guess who has to hear it? You people. All right. People told them. Really? What did they tell them? God is loving. God is compassionate. What did they read? Usually people read books. Well, if they can read. In the older days, it was a little bit harder to read. Uh, but if you read books now or when you were younger even, do you believe it? Why? Because somebody says this is what they experienced. Now, unless you were with them, 
when they had experience, that experience, do you even know if it's real? Compounded by that, after the experience, is he writing exactly how he feels about it? This is all, relate this all to truth, a person's individualized truth, what they perceive it to be, what they consider themselves uh, as a person in this world, right? When they hear this stuff, when they read this stuff, do they believe what they hear? Now, what they hear is what other people came to accept as their truth. Or you shouldn't smoke, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't fly, you shouldn't get in a subway, you shouldn't do that. Shouldn't, I mean, everybody has ideas. But the ones that are accepted by the mass, usually more so than the little, it becomes reality and accepted. The same is science versus conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories are only a few people that come up with that kind of a truth or an awareness. And science, since it has a lot more people agreeing with them, will say, no, it's not real. And when science can't prove something, they won't go along or agree with it or anything about it. Science and doctors, I'm talking about psychologists and psychiatrists, cannot go along with anything pertaining to psychic abilities death experiences, out-of-body experiences, possession, aliens, demons. All those words, they cannot say they are true, and they won't admit that they're true. They have to go out of their way to prove that you're crazy in a, in a mental way, something wrong with your brain, that all that stuff isn't real. So we've got a system that takes the supposedly crazy people and tries to make them more crazier. And then they put them on all these drugs that block the mind from thinking. Been there, done it, so I know all about it. Please, uh, no, it's not right. And, and the only thing that makes most crazy people crazy is they don't agree with the general public. So their truth is their truth. I mean, they go to a nut house, they go to jail, they do a lot of different things because of their truth. I mean, if you're a bad person, you believe killing's saving your soul, it's your truth. I'm going to go into that in detail, what truth is, and what makes it important, what makes it not important. Is it right or is it wrong? For who and for what and everything else in between that. You're told, we're told, that we're here to help each other. To do what? When anybody tells you Yo, you're here to help each other, and ask them to do what? Ask them what specific am I here to help other people do? Learn a programmed idea, whatever that is. Moses is changed into a bat. Uh, Superman was real. I mean, what? What? what what's the truth? Uh, that they're going to try to tell you is real. And then it's important. Really? What truth that most people know is important? Important to what, who, where, and why?
everybody likes to tell you how to help other people. And they're people that cannot help themselves. Help other people help the world. What are we supposed to help them do? Now, it does rely on your awareness and your level of understanding of God. And I say this, and I challenge anybody to prove me wrong. 95% of the planet or more have like 1% awareness of what God is. Oh, I'm sure they're jumping up and down screaming, I know, I know what it is. I know this. And I, and I, go ahead. What is it? The universe. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, don't give you stupid answers. I mean, Jesus was not God. Sorry, Christian people. Jesus never said he was. Didn't want to be. If you say you're God, guess what you got to do? Be responsible for the whole planet. Jesus wasn't responsible for the whole planet. Never was and never will be. And people didn't listen to him. So who was he really responsible to? Himself. He did bring people across. And that's what he did. Did that make him God? No. What makes a person God? Nothing. Nothing you could say or do could make you God. Unless you were. And since you're not, you can't do anything closely related to God. And while people go on about how uh, we're all one, we're one with God, in what way is one person out there like God? Please tell me. Tell me your truth on that. Call in, write in. Write me a letter if you hear this show tomorrow or the next day. Please, send me a letter. What is? Tell me one thing. You breathe. God doesn't have to breathe. You sneeze, you cough. God doesn't do those things. God bleeds. God doesn't bleed. So anything you perceive, God thinks. Well, it doesn't have a brain, so it's not thinking the way human race does. I could go on and on and on. Please, send it in. Send your idea in what you can possibly think it is. So I'll tell you, there, uh, the truth on it is we are not like God in any way. Any way that we can perceive in the physical reality, put it that way. When you die, when you leave your body, you can start perceiving God a lot better than you can perceive him in this body with this mind. When you're standing outside of your body, suddenly you realize you're something greater or different. How do you help save the world? Does anyone have a clue? Invent something else? Tesla, the greatest inventor in the history of this planet, created 200 inventions. And I'll tell you, 50 of them are actually weapons that can destroy the planet. If that's not scary, I don't know what would be scary in your mind. Because he's given like the, the most credit to being the most smartest spiritual, not spiritual, uh, inventor in all of our history. 
Einstein was not even close. Einstein stole much of his information. And whatever information he got from outside sources, meaning aliens or anything even close to it, was wrong. And I think he was fed wrong information. For him to say we can't go faster than the speed of light, that was to keep mankind from thinking about trying to do it. Alien races do, and they sure didn't want them to catch up to them. But we're not going to go there. I don't want to spend that much time on that aspect. But think about it. Now, your understanding of God is critical to everything. If there's no God there, what is important in life? Having a big meal, going to the bathroom, going swimming, what's really important? So I hear people say, based on no understanding of a real God, or even a belief in a real one, they speak on their programmed ideas of a perfect God. What is a perfect God? It's ego. Whatever man thinks is right is what God has to be. I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it. God's supposed to be this loving, compassionate, forgiving being. <laughs> Forgiveness, we'll, we'll get into that later. That's a, that's a complicated word. It's a bunch of lies, but... uh. But to believe that the God's perfect, oh, it is within itself. But would it be perfect to the human race if we knew what it really was, or most people knew what it was? Suddenly we'd have a different viewpoint of what God is. So, when we talk about God, which we're going to stay on and off in between, was God ever like man? No. If God was like man, it would be boring. Now, even my partner said, well, oh, that's just boring, talking about God. How boring is that? And you know why it's boring? When you try to squeeze God into an idea of a human. Humans' concepts of everything are pretty lame. Short, small, however you want to word it, but not very important. If God was like man, it would be considered boring. If we knew God was just going to be playing playing baseball today, go out and watch a boxing match t- tonight, tomorrow go out drinking all day, uh, <laughs> would you follow God? Would you give God it any credit? No. So we got to make it something that we feel is useful. The whole human race is very unuseful. Unuseful for anything. The saying is, God make doesn't make garbage. Only we do. Only we do. Not, not God. God doesn't create the waste and garbage. It's only man's sick, perverted, twisted thinking. 
thinking he's important, thinking he's good, thinking he's having a great time, and all the words that he gives himself to be happy to do nothing. Well, I had children. Can you take care of them? Can you feed them? Can you teach them anything? How to be like you, dumb and, and ignorant? Sorry, people. Most people have no clue to anything important. Why is that? Well, that's why I'm doing a show today. How do you find your truth? Why do you believe your truth? Most people rely on drinking, smoking, and drugs, TV, to escape reality, to hide from life, and to entertain themselves because they're just so bored with it. Sure, some people could sit in a room and, and be happy, put on a little music. It's okay. But even that's boring. Meditation is the most boring thing on the planet. To go into nothingness and do nothing. Does that sound like a, an incredibly advanced state of awareness? Oh, it is. Why? Because he's beyond. He's beyond thinking, maybe. But is he beyond what he is a soul? Or did he become a victim of a programmed idea saying he's nothing? Becoming one with nothingness is nothing. Living in a void is nothing. The experience is nothing. So how do these people go on and say things like that? No matter what game plan you create in your life, it will get boring. We're going to hospital. Yeah, it's exciting and different when you see people coming in chopped up, blown up, chewed up, cut up, drugged out. Uh, yeah, it's different. Does it get more exciting? Uh, I would assume you get more depressed and more happy seeing what mankind does and how they act and what they do. No, well, we're... Uh, we're, we're helping people survive. You know, death is a reason. And a reason why there is a death. Because soul has to leave this planet sooner or later. As long as it plays here, it will stay here. As long as it believes in the games it plays, it will come back and stay here again. And again. And again. Now, all right, when, when you're making lots of money, it becomes a sickness and a programmed idea. Most children are pushed into the idea, how much money can you make? I just want to be what I am, an artist. Artists don't ever make lots of money until they die. I come back and then you clean and pick up all your money. Uh, no, it doesn't happen. What if you're an artist and you just draw a singer? Yeah, they make money. Unless you become famous, you don't make big bucks. But are you happy, happy, happy doing what you're doing? Can you be? Some people can. I mean, some homeless people 
And I was out there on the California beaches and stuff, hanging out with them every other night and stuff like that. Some of them are super happy. Why? They got no responsibility. Are they free? They're free at one level and not at another. They're free not to work. But they're not free to sleep in the middle of the night. They can't sleep on the beaches at night. They have to stay up all night. So they sleep all day on the beaches. Are they free to eat whenever they want? No. But when they're hungry, they go to jail. And it's easy for a homeless person to go to jail. So they got their system set up where they can get food when they want. They can watch a baseball game when they want. They can go out and swim in the ocean whenever they want. They got it set up to a set procedure uh, in a little box of how they can be happy. What's their purpose in life? There is none. Oh, everything has a purpose. Not everything. People, you're so rude to yourself. Not everybody has a purpose. Everybody wants to believe they do. But the purpose means what? What does purpose mean? You got a family. Your purpose is to feed your family. But you created that purpose. What was the purpose while you came down and popped out on this planet? What's the purpose? Your mother and father had sex. Your mother had sex with somebody. However you want to word it. What was the purpose of that? Did she want to or was she forced into it? You can go into all those questions. Where's the purpose and what's the reality behind it all? And what's this person that comes out, this child? What is his purpose? Why is he? Why does he think he has a purpose? Because he's told he does. Everybody's useful and, and has a purpose. The only purpose most people have is that they're going to die. Smart or not. Aware or not. Reincarnate again or not. Yeah, that's part of your purpose. But is that where you want to leave it? Do you want to go beyond that? Do you want to take a step outside of that program? Or set patterns? I won't say program. We program our life. We program our death. Which means we decide whether we're going to reincarnate or not. Not at a voluntary voluntary level. At a programmed level. And we're going to program ourselves to, to do this because we have to, because we decided that these things are important. What is important to you? What do you think is important to God? That you were happy? Happy, happy, happy? Are you supposed to be happy? Is that what life's about, being happy? you got a nervous system. Well, imagine you had a nervous system that went to the brain, and that brain always says, happy, happy. You stick your hand in your fire, and it's burning, and you got these happy feelings. Somebody punches you. You feel happy. Or you, you watch a child being born, and you're happy. You see your wife leave you. You're happy. Uh, would you be happy with that kind of emotion, feeling, and senses? But what is, the, what is the real feeling of soul? What does soul think when you're having sex? Oh, it's tuned into God. God having sex? Do you think so? 
if you thought of him as a being or a person, like a deity, you will, because all the deities in the beginning of all religions uh, had sex with the little people, meaning earth people. Now, does that give you satisfaction? That's up to you. If you accept the program, you're going to get nowhere. You're going to get nothing out of life. You're going to die. You're going to reincarnate and start it all over again without any awareness that it ever happened before. Now, I just listened to the new psychic that just came on, Mama or something, whatever. She's interesting. She's a little different than the other ones. She's more into the spirits that get stuck here and how they stay around people and and things like that. And people only want to know that whoever died is happy now and they can let go of it or whatever. It's always holding on to some program. You don't pick your mother and father. Do you? Well, you may not think so. Soul has to pick between what it's given. Alright, when soul reincarnates, or even the first time it comes down, it's put in a certain kind of relationship. It could be a rich family, it could be a poor family. Does that make a difference? Of course it does. But does it help? You know, being poor rather than being rich is much better. No matter how you look at it, even though you don't think so or don't want to believe that. Rich is not healthy. Not beneficial and it's not spiritual. I mean, I'd love to meet one billionaire that's very spiritual. Because I haven't met one person that's spiritual, never mind a rich person that's going to be spiritual. They have no clue. Holding on to money has no connection to spirit. Hoarding money is evil. Hoarding anything is evil. So, you know, look at life in with open eyes. You can see things. You'll understand things greatly and know things much better if you are willing to look and open to truth. T-R-U-T-H. Truth. Not mind, not ego, not a program. Making money is a sick program and it gets worse and worse as more money comes in I know you heard the phrase the more you get the more you want now if you relate God okay not to money but to sports to TV well maybe love than even hobbies how far is that going to get you God loves sports God loves God doesn't love any of that first off there is zero proof at any level of that and why would it be mankind has created some stupid scenarios of things to try to keep themselves amused I'm going to sports a little bit later again, but uh, making money is so evil. 
Luckily, it's such a small percentage of the people on this planet that are rich. If 60% of the planet was rich, there would be no poor people. And by that, I mean taken out, removed from planet Earth. You know these rich people that live on certain islands and things like that? You can't get there unless you've got millions of dollars in your bank account. They don't want no poor person. If If you're poor, you can steal and think about it. I'm not saying multi-millionaires don't steal. Rich people don't do it once in a while for some stupid reason. Because they're so bored with life. So bored with with their stupid, ignorant truth. I could go on about that. And I'm sure any rich person is going to shut this show off right away. Because they don't want to hear the truth about themselves. Nobody does. I mean, I hear it all the time from my partner. (laughs) She just says, I'm here. and And you're looking back at yourself all the time. And I say, well, I have to. And I have to be who I am. I can't be nobody else. I can't lie. Can't cheat. Can't steal. Don't smoke. Don't drink. Uh, What do I do? Talk to people on the radio. Write books. uh, And watch UFOs and aliens. So, uh, let's talk of this money thing. and go back to the sports. Okay, how long does the sports last? Football, baseball, there's a season for them. Why is there a season? Because the weather gets lousy? Basketball is inside. should be every day of the year for people that like basketball. Uh, football, they play in the snow. They can't stop the weather. They shouldn't play in the heat. Why not? Oh, it's too hot. Are they men or what? Are they wusses? No matter what game they play, a person is usually running after a little thing. A little steel ball, a little rubber ball, or leather ball, skin ball. For what reason? For entertainment and fun and excitement? Imagine spending three hours, two hours, chasing a little ball. Did you learn anything out of it? learn anything about God, spirit, death, birth, reason for life, and all those kind of things. Did that help you with any of that? Chasing a little ball? And it made you feel so good? Well, we each need to wake up to our own truth. What is it? What is your truth? Did you figure it out yet? Do you want to figure it out? A rather new topic is UFOs and aliens. Why? Because all the other ones aren't working. So let's go to something where we can let our mind expand in in some kind of creative thinking. And please, this is as real and as truthful as I can make it. Most of everything you hear is recreated, programmed ideas. With some of them having maybe small parts of truth within it. Even if you were abducted, even if you were, which it's real, I'm not saying it's not. What you come back with it is the delusion. 
Oh, I was on a spaceship. We had dinner. They talked about saving mankind. You hear those words ever? You better stick your fingers in your ears and walk away. Nobody's going to save mankind unless mankind decides to change who they are. And that means they would have to let go of the perverted ideas of sex and relationships. So relationships are supposed to be forever. With two people that love each other. Love is supposed to be forever as well. And people can come and go and let go of it, hold on to drop it, throw it away, get a new one, get two more. So what is love to them? Nothing. It's a boring thing to them now. I hope you're following. And like I said, if you have questions, put it in the chat room. Call in. Number 347-945-7207. If you've got a question, please call in. Uh, no problem. All right. Now, the mind goes crazy with the idea of aliens and abduction and traveling on ships and all that. So, uh... It can create anything you want because there's no proof of any of it. All these people in the UFO world. I'm in the UFO world. I don't exaggerate the truth. I don't, tell, I don't make up stories. There's no reason to. Well, how do I know everything I say is not real or fake? Well, when I was in the hospital at six years old, there was my brother and some friend across the way in the hospital room with me. So it wasn't like I just had it to make up by myself. Uh... When I saw my first alien, I had my best friend stay over my house for the first time ever. So, uh, a witness is always beneficial in any kind of experience. Because if you're in your room and you have a dream or a vision or just make up an idea, there's nothing to prove it. Now, you can't take a picture of that, which the government can. They got technology to take pictures of your thinking what you see in your dreams and things like that. But they're not going to release that to the public too soon. We have so many problems where we are right now without them giving us that kind of ability. Uh, dreams and fantasies can become anything you want it to be. When you use your creative side of your imagination, you're dreaming up a story, a scenario. You get anything in to what you want a pegasus a unicorn a dragon god and gods whatever you want to put in there you can just stick them in there believe me I'm not saying aliens are not real because they are more than most people I know it to be a fact as truth So this fantasy and this dream world we put ourselves in, is it helping anybody? Is it helping you cope? Maybe. In a good way? Maybe. To attain what? To attain recognition. People tell stories for recognition. When somebody says they were on a ship and they met with aliens and this, what is it doing for anybody? including themselves. You ever touch an alien ship, you will change. But not to become an idiot. 
to look at reality as a lot different than you ever perceived it and not what man wants it to be. No alien is going to come to space to pick you up and bring you on a ship to say, hi, let's have dinner together. What people say and believe is pathetic. And and I'll say this. I, I mentioned it a while ago, but I have friends that are friends with lots of people in, in different places. And in one place, I'm not going to go into any details about it, but I'll give a number. 120 doctors and lawyers were all abducted. They don't know why, what it meant, what it was about, and they're trying to understand the experience. And they're not going to go public with that either. They don't want to look like a fool. Sure, there's a few people, like when Area 51, all those kind of things, uh, Roswell. When people came out and said something about it, suddenly they're the victim. And most people don't want to go through that. At least they didn't for a really long time. Now a few more come out every day and, oh, they're coming out. They can say, now I can say it. Whatever you believe to be true could have been a bad dream 20 years ago. But now it's okay to say that it's real. Well, I was abducted. I talked to one out of five people here in Hawaii. They'll give me their abduction story or their UFO story, either one. And it's and I, I don't even go to how many personally it is on a, on, a, on a weekly, monthly basis. If I go out, if I go out and talk to people, meet people or, or anything, that's the story I'm going to get, what they saw. I'm walking my dog in the car stops. We started talking, and then they suddenly said, well, I had an experience. I was by a ship, and suddenly it's an experience, and they'll have them. There is a lot going on in Hawaii, in the UFO world. Lots and lots of stuff going on. But is it good? No. Is anything good that's happening? No. Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm so evil. I'm neg- no, I'm realistic. I say I'm a realist. I live by truth and I die by truth. Truth that I have proven to be real. So, we can go into a couple little things. I want to go into getting into this idea of like how we create our truth. But you got to start off like when a child's born, all right? People have no conception of that, understanding of it. Two souls don't dwell in a body. So you don't have a soul inside your body the whole year, the whole nine months. You have a body growing off of your body. Like you have a cancer growing. It's growing out off of your body. It's not you, but it's part of you. So when a baby's growing inside you, before a soul steps into it, it is still part of you. Not until a soul steps into that child does it become a life form. Because, I mean, it went down a little for a lot of other reasons, but crib death and things like that babies died like right if they were born perfectly healthy and things like that and they knew didn't know why and all that soul can only reincarnate into a body that's equal to their karma that they have to pay if you have lots of karma you're not going to be born in a spot that has uh, 
no karma, lots of money. You've got to pay your karma off. You've got to work it out. And you need to be put in situations where you're going to have to work it out to pay it off. If you move in the right direction. People can move in the opposite direction and create more. And it only means you're going to keep re- reincarnating many more times. So, getting back to a child. A child starts connecting to spirit right away. I mean, it sees the light when it's born, even though it can't see right. It feels the energy from it, from spirit, and doesn't know what it is. But a soul steps into the baby right before it's born. At that point, it becomes aware. Not aware because it doesn't have anything to base that awareness on as being a child with a brain that has no wrinkles in it yet. Every wrinkle is a thought that goes into the brain. So it stays close to the baby, comes into the baby, now the baby is becoming aware. It has soul with inside it. But that soul is not going to stay inside the mother because two souls cannot occupy the same space. Not for a, a long period of time at all. So uh, the things that happen to children that people don't understand is possession well it happens to children a lot sometimes it just as well because they're not protected they're not aware and nobody can teach them or help them with that parents can't I don't know too many parents on this planet that can do an exorcist or remove sure I'm going to burn sage and all the spirits are gone really it's mind programming because a lot of things aren't real. Mine already programmed a lot of the things within that reality. And now you're just taking a stupid program out of their consciousness. Which wasn't a real thing in the first place. I'm not saying exorcisms aren't real. And that possession's not real. Because it is. I've been there done it. So, but the percentages of truth behind any of these programmed ideas is very little. I started doing hypnosis when I was 14. But see, even that is really dangerous at one level. Sure, you can help people. But when you hypnotize a person, it depends what you're doing with it. Trying to tell somebody not to bite their nails or things like that is one thing. But when you start going into past lives or your your past, your childhood, and you're facing demons and stuff, this person better be totally aware of what he's dealing with when he does that. Second of all, when he hypnotizes that person, which I'll tell you some people I know think they're the, the god of hypnosis as well. When you hypnotize a person, you hypnotize everything around them and everything around you. So when, when there's a chance for the person to speak, you don't think any one of those spirits or entities, demons or whatever, can go in there and start talking. And they won't want to. And now they're put in an open space where they can talk through. So, it's not like, well, what were you in your past life? Oh, I was king of this. I was queen of that. I was the goddess. I was this. I was... Oh, really? So moves forward, people. 99% of the time, if it's on any kind of a quest, it'll move forward. If it's not, obviously it won't. 
And that meaning if you're not on a spiritual quest, you're on a losing loser's path. The path of reality of living on planet Earth. Which is stagnant. And what do you think we're trying to get off of it? The government wants to. I mean, they're, right now they're creating ideas to live underground. Never see the sun, never get fresh air, all those kind of things. I mean, their air's going to be clean. Their food's going to be healthy. But they're living in a box. If that's your idea of freedom, uh, go right ahead. Take that step. Go that direction. I just want to finish up on a hypnosis thing. When, when these spirits are allowed to talk, they'll tell their experiences. So if you ask them, what were you in your past life? Oh, I was the king. Or I was... No, soul doesn't start off a puppet, meaning a slave or something like that, and then becoming the queen, and then becoming a slave again, and then becoming the king, and then becoming a slave again. Soul usually keeps it a, at a slow, moving forward pace. At least taking a step every incarnation. Forward, not backwards. When you become evil, negative, whatever words, you start stepping backwards. Killing, murdering, raping, stealing, lying, cheating all the time. Uh, pays a toll. Great toll. You could think you're Superman or whatever you want to believe and say, well, I'm doing it to protect mankind. I People justify whatever they do in some strange way. With the strangest things around them. Uh, inventions are another perverted, twisted idea of moving forward. We're not going to build a car that takes us into a spiritual level of awareness. It'll take you into the dimensions of the physical world. Nowhere else. Like harp and CERN and all these words... Well, CERN more so because they're trying to go into a black hole, go through it, and come out the other side with a suit on and, and then, I mean a space suit, and then figure out what's there. And they care a real lot about what's there. And now a lot of theories about the twin Earth, the opposite side of this Earth, is doing everything the opposite of us. You can believe that, but it's not true. There's one of you on this plane... There's one of you on every plane. And that body is what you shift and move into. So there's a lot of things that can get twisted into an idea that's totally different. And having multiple bodies, well, that means you're everything. Well, no, you're everything to yourself. Yes, you are. Because all, all your bodies are connected to your soul body. It's just that the vibration, it's like what kind of a car you have to drive, what kind of spacesuit you have to put on. Depending on the conditions you're going in. When you're going underwater, there's a special suit you got to put on to go underwater. You're going in space, you put a special suit on in space. So when you go to the astral plane, mental plane, etheric plane, causal plane, fourth, fifth planes, uh, you're putting on different suits. Only on the soul plane, which is the fifth plane, and there's multiple planes within each. So you just can't say, well, I go to them all. You don't. Nobody does. Very few souls on this planet do, okay? But uh, when you're on the soul plane, you're in your soul body. Nothing else. 
That's the highest form of a body you're ever going to take. And you also can let go of it. If you want. I got into that a slightly a bit last week. A couple days ago, whatever. But uh, that is going to be or can be a resting place forever. It could be a starting place to start over. Meaning letting go of the soul body. Well, you're not in your soul body when you go into the sixth world, seventh world, eighth world, ninth world. The closer you get to God, the more you're going to be pulling away from any aspect of a human body. Even at the soul plane, you're not in a body, you're not male or female, all those things don't exist anymore. So you're in your light body. It's just kind of crystallized now. Uh, the plane before it is, it's in between that forming. And when you step into the fifth, it becomes that. So yeah, that's it. That's when you are a God-realized soul. Understanding what God is. Understanding what you are. Understanding what you can do. Knowing what you can't do. There's rules all the way up into the higher dimensions. And you have to pass all those to get into every other state of higher awareness. Because you never can abuse it once you get past the astral plane. It happened once. And everything changed. It changed the reality of all the foundations of each world. When the angels got cast out of the higher realms, there had to be a God on each realm. Sure, total awareness and total knowingness is only within God. It knows what it created. Now, if we don't move forward, what do you think God thinks? Well, I knew it was going to have problems. Just like Jesus said, there'll be many greater than he. He was hoping there would be somebody greater coming out. We only hope about making things better. Because we don't. Name one thing we made better. Well, a car is faster, a car is a house. Is a, that's better to, re, to physical reality, I mean earth. But trees, plants, animals, we're recloning them and cloning them together and all, all those kind of things. You call that better? If they were experimenting on you, would that be better? Well, aliens are. And they have been. Now, I'm going to throw this in. It's not, not where I wanted to go at all. But why do you think... Aliens are really, 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 really coming here. Not what you want to believe, what other people say. What do you think they would come here to? Now, we've got multiple races. Some are pretty close to us and some of them are really far away from us. And they come here. For what reason? I mean, if you understand that, it might help you understand, like, what is your reason for being here? But uh, think about it. You have the highest technology. Of course, the multiverse, the different levels, different realms, uh, different universes and galaxies to get here. Why? What do you think we have that they would even want to come here for? To help us become smarter? Smarter in what way? 
to help them build better ships? How about more spiritual? Why would they want to make us more spiritual? To leave planet Earth? To go to their planet? No. How about Lucifer's in charge of this whole realm? He wants to keep people here. And people are staying here. Which is pretty pathetic. So what's Lucifer's role? To keep people in his house. To play with. If everybody left planet Earth, guess where Lucifer would be? Lonely. And I'm sure everything it has in its power, it's creating a space so that doesn't ever happen. And as ignorant as man is, it probably won't ever happen. Because man is wrapped up in the program that Lucifer helped create. And then it came down to aliens to come to planet Earth. You know, ancient aliens is the biggest bull story you could ever imagine. Artifacts don't prove anything. And the alien race could have just made artifacts for us to play with. I mean, they did find a couple hundred skeletons that were all embalmed. So obviously, they embalmed the city for But who would, who, would, who would do that? And where are they? So you can analyze the stories over and over, and you're not going to get close to the truth because they've got so many programmed ideas about everything you see. The pyramids degenerated. So what? Who cares what they did? They're not helping us. King Tut's body. Really? So what? Now, something that opened mankind in a great way was the Shroud of Turan. They can not, they cannot prove it one way or another what it really is. Which is a good thing. Because something spiritual is impossible to prove on this planet. And if it's pertaining to Jesus' body, uh, they're not going to be able to prove anything about it. Never will. All the research, all the technology that we have was thrown at that shroud. And they have no clue how it could have been made. In that time frame, that, that world, how, why, or where, no idea. Did aliens just create it and stick it there? Uh, one possibility. And you have to say Why? Uh, did they want to make us believe in religion again? Try to take it away from us? Try to recreate their own religion within us? Well, after Atlantis went down, they created killing in the human consciousness. Which was uh, definitely a very, very bad thing. So where do you want to go with that? We really need to live our lives. What we want, what we do, where are we going, and why. We're not all wanted, helpful, useful beings. We all don't have a real spiritual spiritual path to walk. Even know how to find one. Never mind becoming one. 
Now, when a child has his first experience, it happens when you're little. Who's there to help him understand it? How did he describe it? How do you describe things without any really known words? Mankind words the things that they don't know are pretty vague. Psychic abilities, meaning uh, how many do they actually believe in or know existed? Uh, by what somebody else said. Saying somebody's psychic and they did all these things doesn't prove that it's real at all. Even in the Bible, when, when they said Jesus rose the person out of the grave, what did it mean? How did it perceive in their minds what was really happening? And he didn't come back as a physical, solid body to stay there. See, Jesus was teaching something that nobody else has ever taught. Which is pretty lame because you think all these great people, somebody might have been aware. And God, a true God, never existed. Well, multiple gods always existed for a long time, and they still are there. But they're the little gods of God. They're allowed to play and be who they are, where they are, and the realms that they're at. Because we have to go past them as well to get into a higher place. Everything has a purpose. God doesn't create junk. God creates a reality that works within itself. It doesn't have to say, well, I've got to wind the clock up today. I have to change the water or change the gas. No, it's self-sufficient. It can grow greater, grow lesser. It can grow to blow itself up. But at one point, when God says, I'm giving them freedom... We abuse it. We always abuse it. Why is that? And then major disasters have to happen. There could come a time, which might be Armageddon. When God says, tells his angels, okay, create the fight and let it go the way ever it goes. If you know Revelations, whether you believe in the Bible or not, it's a prophecy what's going to happen at the end. Uh, we're already going through the seven phases of the end times but uh, what does that mean take the souls that are ready to move on with you leave the rest to battle it out and fight and die now if you die in a fight in hell which planet earth is with non-awareness where do you think you're going to go to heaven why would you assume that what is everybody that die goes to heaven Everybody that's this goes to heaven, even, uh, I don't want to get into suicide and things like that, but, uh, well, the truth is you all got to go to the Esther plane and get judged upon, and then you get put wherever you deserve to go after that. I hope you're following this. Uh, if you don't, please call in, ask a question. If you listen to this show after it was live, text me. Hawksblood1aol.com Please, no questions too stupid or too little. If it's pertaining to our topic, I don't want to be called to ask how to make a milkshake or something like that. Uh, but please, anything pertaining to God, death, spirit, life, earth, 
aliens. I'll work with it. And I can. So, when the child has his experience, he's got no way to go with it. Nobody to help him with it. His parents can't, because they don't know nothing about nothing. But, uh, I'm going to go into this now, because uh, I got about a little bit less than an hour. How do we create our truth? Everybody says they have it. Everybody thinks they have their own truth. Their own truth is somebody else's. You lived in a box. Anybody ever came inside the box and ever talked to anybody outside the box? And you say, I have a truth. If you would have a truth, it would probably be very little and vain. Uh, but not saying you could become totally aware. And then you decide you no longer need to stay down here in the box. Which would happen right away. If you became aware. You wouldn't be staying in the box if you are aware. So when a person goes... You need to experience truth for yourself. Yes, you're right. But we have to come to a point where... You can have experience. But if it was a bad experience, does that make the truth right? If somebody's going to rob you and they rob you, yeah, bad people rob people. That's the truth. Good people don't rob people. Robin don't rob from, from the good people or anybody to give to the poor. Uh, new new movie coming out, Robin Hood. It might be good. Uh, looks a little more violent than any other Robin Hood we ever saw before, though. But uh, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. It's a good idea in one way. The government should do that. The rich shouldn't be that rich. Well, they work for it. Some people don't work for anything and they get millions of dollars. Someone hit the lottery and got... Uh, Kevin Costner's movie. Which one? Uh, somebody just asked me Kevin Costner's movie. Dancing with Wolves. Uh, Kevin Costner... I, I can... Real short... Oh, Robin Hood. Sorry, I, that's right. <laughs> I, I don't like Kevin Costa. You see, he did a number on the Native people. 1996 was a bad year in the UFO world for everything. And that's when that movie came out. But he he made a deal. His brother went into the reservation. And they told him they were going to build a casino on their land. And a golf course. And they forbid him to do it. The Native people put a spell on him. <laughs> Really, that was the year he created Waterworlds. Waterworlds crashed, and then he separated from his wife. And then his brother went back to the reservation and gave him back their land. True story. Uh, I don't know where that music sound came from. Uh, who's talking about what? I don't know what that... Somebody said they don't know that. Don't know what? Sorry, Sasha, did you say... Uh, my phone's going off, my computer's going off, but... You got, why don't you just call in? No problem if you don't want to, but you can. 
uh, you're not in the chat room, so uh, call in if you can. Oh, all right, no problem. So, uh, getting back to this, uh, if you're listening, don't run away. People don't want to know about their truth. They're happy or they're happy enough with what they think they have. Which usually is not that much. Well, we got responsibilities in this world. We'll have responsibilities in every world we go to. That's what soul's about. Responsibility is only in the lower worlds of form. Because you're responsible for the forms that you in touch and get involved with. The higher realms, it's different. Freedom's so different. But you will never experience it until you get there. And if you're holding on to freedom here, you'll never get it. Uh, Being able to live in the truth of freedom. Well, you're free to make your own decisions. Right or wrong, good or bad. No matter what the government says, no matter what anybody says, you can still make your own decision. The outcome of it might not be what you want. You want to smoke in Madison Square Garden in front of, I mean, you want to do drugs somewhere. You want to be walking around naked somewhere. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But the outcome is what the world society of where you live determined is right about that situation. So the word freedom has to fit into the classification of the laws of the land. Jesus said, live by the laws of the land while you're here. But if the laws aren't right, you change them. But sadly, he, he said that a long time ago, but when we're here now, we allowed the corruption so bad, we can't change those laws now. Otherwise, you become a terrorist, and if you're classified under a terrorist group, you don't get to do much at all. So we made it so that we can't change the laws, but we do got to live by them. Right, you go to prison, you go to jail. Whatever. Uh, You don't get to do what you want to do. So the idea of freedom is ridiculous on planet Earth. And people still searching for it and saying we can have it, we deserve it. Uh, We are in where we deserve to be. Soul gets put where it's capable of staying. If you were totally aware, balance off your karma and spiritually aware and God realized as well, together, you wouldn't be here. But since you are, you've got to pay your bills, pay your this and that, take care of this, take care of that. You're stuck in the laws of this reality. The truth will never be the same for 7.4 billion people. Maybe, uh, 10, 15 might agree on something pretty much the same. Try to get 1 million people to totally agree on something the same. Even if they say they agree, they only agree at some some level. Not totally. 
Well, no, we can get by with it. We can get by. Get by? Are we just trying to get by? We should be stri- thriving right now. But when you listen to things, physical, psychic, spiritual, uh, however you want to, however it comes to you, it could be good or bad. How do you know what angel, what deity, what entity is really talking to you? Now, people say their higher self. Your higher self means ego. It doesn't mean anything else. No, you're not. There's one spiritual part of you, and then there's a lower spiritual part of you, and there's a real low spiritual part. No. Soul is what it is. Soul is dealing with a mind that's programmed. That's all. And as long as mind is in power, it'll say everything to counteract whatever's really happening. So, starting to figure out how we create our truth. Soul doesn't need it. But the mind does while we're in it. It starts for, for children when they first learn voice. That's usually between two and three. That's when programming starts to a child. Every... Right, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It starts because your brain's starting to be programmed... And it's awareness that it's going to have. And it wasn't yours. It was your mother's and your father's. Maybe your aunt, your cousin, your grandmother, and all those other people. It all depends who was playing with you at the time. uh, Or creating your scenario of how you were living. Your parents died and you were your grandmother. Everybody died and you were your uncle. Whatever. Uh, That's where the programming starts. They start putting little lines in your brain saying this is true, that's true, this is real, that's not, this is real, that's not. A child's brain puts it in there. They accept something because they don't know that things aren't right or good or bad. They don't understand that yet. They go by compassion. They go by feeling and emotion. That's why a baby can cry when somebody touches them or starts smiling when somebody else touches them. They feel the energy. They don't know what the person's really about, but they can feel that. And that's one of the gifts we had, which slowly gets taken away as your programs get stronger inside the brain. But when those programs get put in the brain, they will stay in there forever. If your brain gets a wrinkle, it's a wrinkle in your brain. You just can't smooth out your brain and start all over. Reminds me, I'm having my partner sing a song. She's still working on it. Uh, And I'm going to be playing my theme song, which she's going to sing for me. And the song is called Starting All Over. I think it's one of the most important songs because it's basically where we're at. But that's it for that. Uh, When you create these wrinkles in the brain, they'll stay there. At least for 99% of the people on this planet. They'll stay there until they die. Then, when the ideas of life start getting pushed into the brain, mom says, "Oh, uh, you got to think about this. You got to think about that. But you should be this, or you're going to be that. You're going to be that is a program. 
You're always going to love me. That's a program. And these things that be programmed into children become part of their reality, forming the truth that they're starting to create. Is a starting point. They don't know nothing yet. But those little details I can't put together with all the other details. When a child gets abused, there's a bad file getting put in their brain. It doesn't disappear ever. So to me, it is the worst crime on this planet. Murder, they're gone and they're in heaven. They don't have to deal with it anymore. Maybe it's you can die, get shot, you could die, run over by a train, you could die of cancer. Which one do you want to go by? Well, I don't want to die. Well, that's the cop out. You're going to die. So pick one. So, again, when a child is abused, it's a memory that stays in their brain. Rape and all those words are pathetic, horrible things when you're real. I mean, if you watch it on TV, it's make believe. But it creates the image of thought. When I see something like that, some reason, because of the abuse I had and everything I went through, it stimulates that awareness of that. And I learned that rather recently. Because, you know, we relate to things that we knew and we know or we think about whether they're good or bad. When you were a child, you didn't know abuse was bad. So uh, I played a song. I used to play it. Maybe I'll play it. I don't know if I should download it onto TJ's show or not, but uh, about a little girl who has a knock on the door and her father comes in every night. She's too little. She didn't know what was going on, and suddenly she realized something was wrong. But, you know, love of a child, it's like your dog. Your dog will love you no matter what you do to it. It doesn't know better or different. In its reality, it knows it loves you, period. It's an unbroken chain. If humans could ever get to that level, the world would be changed. I'm not talking about one person. I'm talking about the whole world together becoming that level. Because of your dead love, uh, love to something... I mean, relationships crash and one person's still deadly and madly in love, dying with it. And while the other person's out there getting 10 other relationships going. So, yeah, it's critical. These little wrinkles we start pushing in the child's brain. And when you start putting a bunch of files, like your computer, you download 20 programs. Some of them, some of them don't work with the other programs in there. And some do. And then you got one set of called viruses that get stuck in your computer. So these little things get stuck in a child's brain. Do we have a virus cleaner for a child's brain? They'll call it psychiatry and things like that. So you go into a psychologist. But they don't do anything for the problem. A physical problem. Most of the time, so-called crazy people have a physical problem. Not a mind-mental problem. Or it's a mind. No. If they were ever abused, their mind has a sick virus program within it. You can remove it. Really? How? Stick another program in there, a virus cleaner. Well, what's that for, for the human brain? Medicine and drugs? Yeah, they give children hardcore drugs to stop them from thinking. 
Well, this way they can't touch anything in their file bank, and they can't think about anything else either. So, yeah, that's how it starts, and it keeps growing, and it keeps getting worse. Once you've got a virus in there that's affecting with other problems, you can't see the light, and it's harder to get to it. So, are we ready to make that change? Hopefully, uh, not hopefully, I don't hope, I don't wish, I look at reality. So, uh, let's work on something. Understanding how we create our truth. The children are starting to get programmed by their parents of what they should be thinking about as far as a job. What kind of work they should be doing. Uh, sure, doctors want their children to be doctors. Lawyers want their children to be lawyers. Uh, farmers make their children become farmers. I mean, it's it's a chain of programmed files, thoughts that a child has to get. Then, belief comes into the picture. What are their parents' beliefs? Whatever they are, they're not really important. To them, it might be. Not to a child. As that program gets pushed on a child, they lose their connection to spirit, and they start believing the programmed idea, which means there's no spirit, there's no God, there's justice. Either you believe in Jesus or you believe in Moses, you believe in whatever we tell you. Uh, it starts affecting them, how they act, how they talk, how they think. And even that should be scary. To think about what children have to go through. Well, alright, when a parent calls a child dumb or stupid uh, more than once, twice, three times, it becomes a program. Another program that lies within the brain telling a child they're dumb. Stupid. I had problems. And I could say mine came from a lot of different reasons. From being beat and abused and all those other things. But when it gets locked in there, who can help you? I was lucky. I was real lucky when I was sick. I started working with a deity. Uh, if that didn't happen, I don't think I would have been lived past 25. No possible way. And I'm surprised I'm living this long after everything I experienced, see, know, and, and have done in my life. But you know what happens when a parent hits their child and calls them stupid? It starts creating fear and anger. If you think that's good, uh, think again, because it sure is not. Then add school systems, what they teach and what they give to people. It's the most useless knowledge a person ever gets. The amount of good things you get from school is such a little bit. You need to learn how to read. You need to know how to do simple math. But then you get programmed with fake history, poetry, really? Someone's interpretation of poetry that you have to accept 
Is it accepted that somebody means something when they say something? No, it's not true. I guarantee nobody knows what I'm talking about most of the time when I talk. Because their mind's stuck in a state that's limited to the for those wrinkles in their brain. They're not thinking outside of the brain. Soul doesn't need the brain to make the body move and talk it does, but not to experience what it experiences. But it tries to get that through to control or use the mind, which the mind has a hard time dealing with. Well, when, when these things start affecting the brain, it doesn't help anybody any which way. Now, when children go to gym and play certain sports, that's already programming the mind. I hated sports. Football, baseball, basketball. I hated them all. To be programmed that they're they're good, good for what? Good for nothing. And all kids have to go through it and learn it and start accepting it. And they do, because once that wrinkle gets pushed in the brain and they accept it, I mean, they, whether they accept it or not, it's in the brain. It becomes a sport idea. Being, oh, I want to watch sports. I want to watch football. I want to watch baseball. Why? They're so bored with life, so bored with truth, because they don't know it. They are not things that help anybody become spiritual in any way. Now, on the opposite end, I call them singular sports. And they're kind of sports like, uh, let's, let's start with like something like swimming. The water connects you to the energy of the planet. Skiing. Running and jogging really helps you connect because you breathe and you really focus on breathing and it helps you bring yourself into yourself rather than other things, which is a good thing. Hiking through woods and jungles and mountains connects you to life, the air and, and the sun and all those things. It's beneficial to the body and your thinking. Meditation? Normal meditation is useless. Oh, it relaxes you and it heals you. Because you're talking of a physical body. What's it do for soul? Soul doesn't need to be in the body. Soul doesn't want to stay in the body. And it's learning how to get out. That was the main part of Jesus' teachings. My book, when my first book, uh, Truth Beyond the Illusion, How to uh, Conversation with God, was a cop, cop out that I, I had to go against because mine was How to See God, not Conversations with God. Uh, when you read a book, the person that wrote it, his awareness will affect yours. And if it's not very high, it won't help yours, and it will reprogram yours to a lesser degree. To think God talks to us is delusional. Anybody that says it. God does not come down into this realm. 
If God stepped on this planet, the whole universe would explode. Well, its light comes down and it filters out through each realm and gets weaker and weaker and weaker until it gets to the Esso plane when it comes here. This is the weakest of the light of God. When you get to the soul plane, you're standing in this bright light that would burn any other soul apart. Anyone that wasn't in their soul body. The Esso body, mental body, all those bodies would just burn up. So, it's critical to be aware of what you allow yourself to do. Is it going to help you? Do you want help? Do you want to become spiritual? Do you want to become aware? Probably not. Because then you're on a singular path, meaning by yourself. Sure, there's always God. But there's not like ten brothers and sisters and children and all these other people to play with, talk to, and, and deal with. So there's a lot more responsibility in your thinking, your actions, and what are you going to do with all that? You can create universes and things for yourself later on. And that's just one of the little uh, gifts of, of being self, uh, God-realized and in the, in the higher realm. The sixth plane is where you do a lot of creating. So, from baseball, football, chasing a little ball, does that awaken your spiritual awareness? Or a little steel metal thing? Round little metal square, puck, whatever they call it. Does that connect you to something? How many fights break out? In, 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 and they allow that. It's like to make the sport more entertaining. This is pretty boring. Any anything chasing a little ball back and forth is pretty dumb, stupid, ignorant to me. Oh well, he's he can hit that ball really far. Wow. Is that going to make him spiritual? Make him aware of anything? So getting a ball in the hoop. Uh, did you attain something spiritual? Uh, even a boxer when they go out to beat somebody up, they pray to God. Give me the strength to knock this guy out. Does that sound connected to anything really? Are they in the right frame of mind? No, the programs they were given, let them attain that truth that they think they have. God watches over me and what I, what I do. Tell that to a killer. And then they get blasted when they, after they do something stupid. Uh, people create this God which is such a lie. God's not a lie. What they perceive it to be is. But all these things that destroy one's awareness. People that go hunting and the pleasure of it is sickening. Like Trump's son who killed the lion and was bragging about it. I mean, what mentality of a person kills something and feels good about it? Well, I killed it. Uh, you might have been the hard way. I learned the hard way. At the time, I was in a split-second decision. Should I allow it to die or not? And somebody killed it. That was a different story. I mean, I had to face it, but I didn't get to do the, the reaction what I wanted. I caught the biggest blue shark ever caught. And as it was on the side of the boat, 
I said, should we cut it free or let it, and let it go? And the captain shot a flying gaff into it. It was already too late. But uh, in for a karma, though, even if it's what you assume is good karma, it comes out as bad karma. That was a really bad thing. I lost my car because of that. But I, I told that story last week. I'm not going to go into it again. But uh, what we perceive as fun has nothing to do with God. Being around a lot of people chanting. Well, you're in an energy level, which is a programming energy vibration. Whatever the sound is, is a certain level it's going to take you to. U, H, U, Hum, H, U, M. All those words. Um, I mean, it's a programmed vibration, and it takes you to a certain level. Always change it. Add two together. Makes it much more spiritual than one. One sound is limited. Two sounds increase the uh, vibration of it. Just so you know. Uh, So where's God coming to the picture of any of this? It doesn't. Are you listening? If you're still here, it doesn't come into the picture. Ever. And that should be scary, sad, uh, it should really hurt you in, in a way that saying, man, we need to change that. It's being removed from just about everything that they can remove it from. Church is telling you about God, yes, but what is the stupid lies are they telling you? Oh, it's, it's loving, compassionate, and protects us. Please, tell me somebody that knows the word protection and the definition of it and how it really happens. How does God protect people? Well, I was going to get on a train and it, it stopped me. Uh, why you and why then? Why not everybody? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of Christians out there and a lot of Christians getting hurt, beat up, and, and all those kind of things. Where's their protection? It's an imaginary idea. God only protects your soul. It can't protect this body. Because if some ignorant fool blows up this planet, God can't protect everybody from getting blown up. And it's not going to. I mean, if it wanted to, it could make us bomb-proof and all those other words. But we're not. Because we have too much to learn. And I'm not talking about the wrinkles in the brain. You get a little healing here and a little healing there, but what does that do for you really? You're going to die. How soon? Well, take a, a, a little protection, a couple more years on life. Or just give me a few more years. You're going to do something important in those couple years? Are you? Or are you going to keep going around saying, well, I have cancer and I'm fighting it and I'm fighting it. And that's going to be where you are until you die. People accept negative programming the same as they accept negative talk. People don't put up a fight. My time's moving fast and I'm moving slow, as usual. No, every talk I want to do, I get a quarter way through it. Let's see if I can speed it up a little bit. Accept negative programming. We don't fight for it at any level. Why is that? People say, sign this letter and we'll send it to a country to stop them. From what? Doing what they do? 
We send a letter to China, stop building army bases, are they going to? Send a letter to Japan, tell them to stop eating dolphins and whales, are they going to? Okay, if everybody in the United States signed a letter and sent it to them, will we stop them? No. Greenpeace was out there fighting with them, and they started arresting Greenpeace people. It's about money, not about peace, love, truth, or God. Never will be. Not as long as the powers that be are in power. Now, looking at truth, please, I, I hope you send this link to somebody. Uh, I, I thank you for the people that do. Anybody that listens to this, send it to somebody else. And then ask them what they think. If they think. Truth. We don't look for truth. We don't accept truth if we hear it. Why is that? We accept the lies. How is that possible? The whole U.S. and the whole world should be up in arms about the reality that they're forced to stay in. Do you understand that part of it? All right. When you get a stupid answer, a stupid quote from the government, all right, let's start somewhere with that. I want to try to get into this a little at least before the show ends. 9-11. How many ignorant people believe what they said? If it's not a large but why aren't we fighting it? Why aren't we getting the truth out? What really happened? Oh, a plane went through building one. A plane went through building two. What about building three? Well, that was... What was it? An imaginary dream that there was a third building there that disappeared? I was. I lived near New York. I went there. I saw them. They were all there once upon a time. And the third building being, being the biggest lie of them all. Well, when they take something out, whether it's a plane, a building, or there's always somebody important in there they have to take out. And rather than making it look like they took that person out specifically, or when a plane crashes, they take everybody out. And it's a lot harder for people to realize that it was just that one person they really needed to take out. Sick people, evil people, don't care about people. If they're paid to kill 10 people, they'll kill 10 people. If they're paid to kill one, they will kill one. I told you the story about Danny Brinkley, and he admitted he killed people for the government. T.J. Morris's husband worked for the government and killed people for the government. Do you think God's going to forgive him for that? God doesn't forgive killing. It's against the spiritual law, which nobody knows. Even though the Ten Commandments say it. It also reacts to the physical world. It's another law of the physical reality. But it's also in the spiritual plane. In the spiritual worlds, the higher ones, you can't kill anybody. So we accept these ignorant lies. How? Why? Just to show you, a whale died here in Hawaii a couple months ago. On the news, it showed it and everything else. They said, well, it's going to take over a year to figure out how it died. Over a year to figure out how a whale died? Who's going to pay all that money to figure out why the whale died in the first place? And why would it take them so long to do it? All lies. Nothing closely to the truth. Then we go into medicals, medicines. 
manipulation of medicine, they're all toxic to your body. The chemical foods that they add to food, like fake sugar, is toxic. It's the most toxic food in your body. Not the sugar, not if it was natural, not the Coca-Cola or the Pepsi or whatever. Remember, when we were little, we drank it with with Coke inside the Coca-Cola, with sugar inside it. We weren't killing each other. We weren't overweight. So two things that, that it does now to people, destroys the brain, destroys your immune system. Aspartame's only one of them. They're all synthetic and they're all dangerous. But they're all created drugs that shouldn't be in our body. Even saccharin and, and even now the one that, that, that stevia, which is a, a plant, uh, yeah, but it tastes like a plant. It doesn't taste like sugar. At least sugar cane tastes like sugar. And it's not dangerous to the body. All right. We accept toxic medicines as healthy and usable. While we can't use natural things and call them healthy or beneficial. The government doesn't want anything cheap and that could be taken outside of the drug ring. Drug ring, ring meaning the government drug ring. Uh, forcing us to buy expensive drugs. It's all about the rich companies that want to make more money. And we have to support it. With our ignorance, our stupidity, our unwilling to go out and fight for the truth. Oh, we might die. Oh, you might die? No, you're going to die, period. Whether you do this or do that, or don't do this or do that, you're going to die. You're going to be dead put on a slab, put in a mausoleum, wherever you're going to be buried, burnt, whatever. But you're going to be. And it won't be more than 125 years. So if you're 20, 50, 80, your time's getting closer to the end time. And very few souls make it to 120. So uh, don't even go that far. Fewer make, I mean, few make it to 100. A lot of people are making it to 80 and 90. So if that's your goal, go right ahead. Lose your hair, your teeth, your, your eyesight, your hearing, your vision, and walk around like a zombie and say, well, that's, I'm glad to be here. Why? When you leave, you can get a new young body. On the astral plane, you can pick an age. The ignorance of the human race is mind-boggling to me. Uh, I talk to you on, on the Internet because whether you're there or not, I'm going to still talk to you. Whether you're there or not, I don't even know. But as far as... Uh, talking to people in reality everybody has a limit well I can't take no more why too much truth is going to blow you up I can lie to you all day long and you'll sit there listening why is that well they'd rather hide under the rug than come out and see what's really going on at the same time whatever story they get they're going to magnify it and make it even more toxic It's it's incredible what man does and women. Now I'm sure everybody's uh, accepting the idea of UFOs is real. Many still don't want to believe they're not the government. Only a few really are the government. So then, what about aliens? How many people believe in aliens? Well, more than ever. And it's not one shred of proof ever came out about that. All we have is pictures. 
and more fake stories. I have probably more pictures than the government does of strange creatures, aliens, and UFOs, and you name it. Of better quality and better images of different things. I mean, balls of light, well, we came out publicly filming orbs anywhere, but that's not provable to be an entity or a life form or anything else. But people are so programmed against fighting the truth for the truth, they'd rather sit back and accept the lies. I don't understand it. Why? How come? Well, I would be amazed if 1% of the planet really understood what God was. They live in storyland. They believe the lies of what they think God is and what Jesus is and what anybody else was. Muhammad or you name it. What they are, what they taught, who they talked to, where they got their information from. Now people are being told we live in an illusion. Uh, I got not too many minutes, but I'm going to try to get through this one. We're living in an illusion, a very stupid, ignorant idea. And how many people are accepting it? Is it what Buddha really taught? You know why? People have no other program to run against it. They got that program in the brain, and what program is going to run against it? There is an antivirus program in the brain that says, okay, I'm going to scan that program and see how real it is. Let's look at that. If this is an illusionary world, you're living in an illusion. Why would you dream? Think of that. Okay, you're in this illusion, and now you have a dream. Then you have a hundred dreams every night. And you're lucky to remember two of them. Or even one. So then what are they? The illusion's illusion? So are they even less real than the original illusion? It's pathetic to think that, that that's what we what people want to accept. Tell them to anybody that says this is the illusionary world. Tell them, well, what's a dream? A bigger illusion inside the bigger illusion? And then why? And why is an illusion bad? Whoever created the illusion, why didn't they make it a good one? Illusion, no matter where it is, whether it's real or not, had to be created. And who's created it? The world consciousness? No, the human race was not rapists, killers, murderers. Not in Atlantis. We were not. It was given to us after they destroyed most of Atlantis. And then mankind became a killing sexual race. Sex rather than relationship, love, and things like that. It became twisted. And they kept that programming growing and growing until what it is right now. Toxic, dangerous, bad. So, uh, I hope you got something out of that one. Because it, it, it made me open my eyes when I think about... I realize I try to think about what I'm going to talk about before I do the show. Because I want to put as much as I can into it. Sure, I don't need any notes or anything, but 
I try to get a, a starting point and a finishing point because my mind does go circular, bringing everything into the circle, so it means it's all together. Not that we're all together as one, because we're not. People have the ability to say when something good happens, it's God. When something bad happens, it's the devil. They don't take credit for what they did to make it happen. Or speeding, or I was drunk. Uh, God saved me. No, maybe you shouldn't have been drinking. You could have did that yourself. You didn't need God to do that. Uh, maybe your karma is just it. But don't blame or give credit to the wrong beings. The devil wants to see everything you do wrong to keep you here. So everything that happens in your life, you fall, you trip, oh, the devil made me do it. Uh, you can say that. You also can have you have the right to fight the devil any time, any action you do or don't do. If something's happened in front of you, if you stand there and watch it, you're the ignorant fool, afraid to get hurt, afraid to get involved, afraid to do anything. You know, sometimes fear is bad here. But then what is it fear of? If it's going to create a bigger problem, then it becomes a bigger fear. Because if it hurts more people, then it's really bad. If you step in, uh, if one, it's still saying, if one person dies rather than a hundred, should you let the one person die? If you can stop that one person from dying, then a hundred has to die. Is it equal? Well, that's the old story. What do you feel is right? We're all soul. We're all going to die. We all have the right to do and be and, and everything else. Do we have the right to interfere in anybody else's space until they ask us into it? No. So we're not saving our own people which ask for help. We didn't save Tibet. They were asking us for help. But we'll save countries that don't ask for our help. How's that? Because they got money or objects we need. So the truth is never what we perceive it to be. We accept the lies over it all the time. So your truth is only a program of nothing but lies. Your mother didn't experience God, understand all that. Maybe she had a death experience and tried to explain that, but that's not much of the picture at all. See, a person takes a little piece and puts it under a magnifying glass and calls it everything under the sun. A person gets abducted and suddenly they're spiritual. You don't get abducted and become spiritual. You don't get abducted if you're spiritual, period. You know, you don't need to go backwards in experiences. You were an alien in some life form before you came to the lower realm, to the physical world, I mean. But do you want to accept that? No, you like the lies. Aliens told me that I got to come back in this lifetime so they could abduct me. People say that. How ridiculous is that? Guess you didn't find any truth in, in spiritual truth so that you stick with all the stupid lies that you were programmed with. I gotta fix my computer before my next show. But uh I hope you're following me. Alright. We have numbers that things happen by numbers. It it's part of reality for some reason. Certain numbers like when you're on a roulette wheel never come up. Some numbers come up more so like every half hour. It's weird how that happens. 
uh, who's in control of that or what's really in control of that, I'm sure nobody knows, really. Because if you did figure that out, you'd be able to play the numbers once, go there once a year and play the number and win. Uh, <laughs> but people are pre- completely programmed, making sure God is not in their picture. Religions are trying to make people relate to a synthetic God. I call it synthetic, meaning unreality, unclose to the truth. Uh, but they use the words loving and compassionate and forgiving. All words that don't pertain to God. God has to forgive you? No. Why would you think that? Because somebody said so. People that die don't come back to say much. No priest, minister, rabbi. The Pope himself knows nothing about death. I write him a letter every night. The Dalai Lama talks about peace, but yeah, he, he left the country that was warming, would have killed him if he stayed there. Uh, it's still going through serious problems with China. I mean, we talk, great story. But what do we do? What can we say? What are we really trying to do? Tell people more lies to make them happy? Happy, happy, happy. I'll say that again. Unless people are happy? Is that what it's all about? Well, you know, I didn't get too far into what I wanted to talk about today. But I got into a couple topics that I felt and really feel are important. Why are we here is probably the most important question you should ever ask. Why really are you here? Creating truth about nothing? Why are you here? Oh, I'm here to save the world. I'm here to do this. No, you're not. Computers are computer games filling children's minds with nothing to do with God. Or even its attributes. Do you know what God's attributes are? Have a clue? Probably not. Oh, it's compassionate and loving. No, it's not. Don't relate things that don't fit to something that it doesn't fit to. You were told that too many times you believe a lie too many times. It's your reality. It's your truth. It has become your truth. A sick, perverted, twisted lie. Jesus did not die for your sins, especially when you keep making them. Why would it? You're an asshole. You're going to keep making sins and I'm going to forgive you? Jesus said when he was alive, don't come back. Go out and sin no more. Sin no more. Not sin tomorrow and then come back and ask me again. Can't even take simple lines that he told his own people. And it's even in the Bible. I was there, so I know what he said, really. But, I mean, parts of what he said are there in in a twisted way or watered down way. Jesus wasn't who they think he was. He didn't teach what they think he taught. Well, with that... My time is being scrunched away from me, like it always is. Well, I want to go back into this. Maybe uh, today is Wednesday, maybe Sunday. Uh, Send your prayers to TJ. Uh, Thank you for listening. Send this link to a friend. Uh, Please, anybody wants to come on to talk, whatever, I'm open always. I appreciate it. Thank you, too, for tuning in. But, uh, We need more people to get involved with life and death. The truth, not lies. Aliens aren't going to give it to us. 
the Pope's not going to give it to us, so where are we going to get it? Me? I can't give you all the answers. I can give you the ways to find it and look at it and, and really debate it. I can tell you ways to go about finding it. That's about all I can do for you. That's the best I can do for you. Well, till next time, I appreciate you coming in, uh, enjoying what you can out of it or getting something out of it, hopefully. But can you move forward? Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.